listening, everybody. Welcome to another exciting chapter, chapter 25. Uh, this is Dario. I'm here with my boy Darian, as always. Uh, and before we jump into it, uh, this is the podcast where we just sit and chop and talk it up with uh, people from around and in Chicago land. Just see how they're doing. A little temperature check, see how they feel. Highlight their successes. Highlight them as people. That's what we all about. Get some positivity out of it. Um, one thing I will say, uh, and I, I'm getting better at this, Daria, uh, is if you like us and you love us and you want us to keep on going, please subscribe and listen to us on all these platforms down here. Uh, as y'all know, I don't get into it. Only one I know by uh, visual is Apple and iHeartRadio and Spotify. Uh, so <laughs> all the mother joints, I love them. <laughs> I just don't know verbatim like that, man. But uh, Darian, how you doing, my brother? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing all right, man. I'm yeah. Doing, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm going to work today, uh, and uh, just because I think it was a little uh, uh, mental health thing. Is that good? Yeah. That good? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing you you say? you can say that, my brother. You can say that. Mental health day, yeah. Mental health day. Um, it's been here. We are. Uh, I'll say right back where we started because it's not right back where we started, but uh, uh, it's hard to hard being black, man. Don't keep it a book. Period. Hard being black sometimes, and um, and I don't I don't want to discredit nobody that's going through any type of hardships that's not black or thing like that. And uh, some people may be a little. Uh, Insensitive in some regards to to hear that statement. You know what I mean? It's hard being black. Uh, it's hard, but it is. It really is. Um, it's exhausting. Uh, it's mentally exhausting. Uh, and the reason is is because you you watch you watch things that happen in Kenosha, and you you, you sit back and you start to reflect because it could be me, it could be you, Dario. Uh, it could be one of our uh, my friends, uh, it could be my son when he gets older. Uh, it's, it's, it's exhausting to think about, you know, when you think about things like that and you see things like that. Uh, God, thank God that that, that brother, uh, Jacob Blake, that guy, he, he's alive. Uh, he paralyzed right now, um, so hopefully that's, that doesn't last forever. Uh, we've seen people, you know, bounce back from things of that nature. Uh, but to see to see that video and uh, to know that you you felt like that was a first resort, you know what I'm saying uh, mm-hmm. because there was many many instances where uh, those police officers had a chance to, uh, to to tackle the man, to 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 take him down, to handcuff him, subdue him, and that's the correct terminology uh, to subdue him. They had multiple chances to do so, man. And uh, me and TJ talked about it on topics on Tuesday, and I was very, uh, very unfiltered there. Uh, but but it's it's messed up, man. It really is. And uh, it was uh, I started to think about it more and more last night. You know, I just told my team I wasn't coming in, and I'm really emotional about those things, man. Because I just look at my son, at my son, man, and, and it's. it's Think about all those kids that, that, that don't know what's going on or have no clue right now. Like, you know, what's going on. And this is the world that they have to grow up in. Yeah. And uh, I, I just hope we can get some change. 
you know, before before those kids grow up and uh, they live in this type of world, man, because it's just not an easy uh, it's not a, it's not an easy thing to deal with. And and I've never been this emotional, Dario. You know, I've told you before. I'm not I'm not the say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud type. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm not that that type of black man. I, I, I like to move in silence with a lot of things and let my actions speak. But uh, man, this topic we don't touched on it before. Uh, in our own special, it's it's. It's, it's, it's rough to deal with, man. It's crazy. It's, rough to deal with. it's uh, it's like every couple months we back in the same spot, man. You know what I mean? We in the same spot, and uh, and I got this um, I got this very cynical grin on my face right now, man. Uh, <laughs> I, we were talking about this uh about fifty minutes ago, man. You and I, and we were saying, where do we go from here? What's next? You know, what is next? T-shirts aren't enough. Marching isn't enough. Burning shit down ain't enough. Where do we go hey, from here? Don't, donating ain't enough. Donating ain't enough. enough. So, I, you enough. know, and this is what I was thinking, man. This is what I was thinking. Um, because it is very tiring, man. And real, really, you, you hear a lot of people say, what can I do to help? And that's starting to get frustrating now. Reason why is we are grown adults. I shouldn't have to tell you how to be a good person. You know, like... I. It's it's an innate ability for every human to be good. Being bad is is an evil is a is a taught thing. You know what I mean? You can you're you come out the womb just wanting to have fun, loving, hugging. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? You you don't you don't come out the womb saying I don't like black people, you know, or I don't like white people, I don't like Jewish people. You don't come out the womb like that. So when people are starting to ask this question, I hear it and I hear it and you hear this rhetoric all over again with NBA and people are saying, I want to help my brothers on the team out and I just want to know how to help. No, man, we're done with that. (laughs) We're done with that. You know how to help. You're grown. You know how to pay bills. You know how to pay taxes. You know how to drive a car. You know how to help yourself. You know how to help. And be a good person and not and how to stop this racism. The problem is people are afraid of what they're going to lose when they start to step out on what their other friends' beliefs are. That's the problem. The moment that they start saying, hey, I don't agree with you, that's when they're afraid. Well, I got some shit to lose. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, that's the horrible way of thinking about it. So when people are saying, hey... What do I, how can I help? You know how to help. Stop that. Stop that. You know how to help. That's, we get sick of this. We get, we get sick of it, man. <laughs> I agree, man. And it's like, it's, it costs you nothing to be a good human being. That's it. It costs you nothing. It it's free. It's free. It's free of charge. Free of charge. And, and, and all right. You want to be racist? All means. What the fuck you want to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do what you want to do. Okay? Cool. If you want to be racist, be a good human being. Yeah. Okay? Because there's a there's a line human decency, dude. A line with human decency. Okay? Like, if you want to be racist, if you want to say, like, I hate ever, well, whatever. That's your prerogative. Man. Yeah. Whatever. If that's what you want, just don't bring that energy over here. Right. I got something for you. Got something for you. But I am going to say, <laughs> I am going to say this. 
be a good human being. Yeah. You don't want if if your if your if your son that's Caucasian, and I don't want to just pick on white people, man, because this, I've seen Hispanic racism races too towards black people. Yeah, everybody. So, okay, I'm 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 gonna dip on that side because I I feel like I have the the. Uh, the experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You do. Yeah, uh, you do. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I got the experience. Uh, so, if, 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 if uh, your Hispanic son in the same predicament that, that, that my son is in comes to get pulled over, you know what I'm saying? I want your son not to not feel threatened, to be, to be uh, treated a certain way, it's the same thing to happen to my son. Right. Right. If you're white, if you're a white man, okay, and 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 and, and uh, Jacob Blake, and he's white at this point, and okay? you treat that same situation, just how this happened to this black man, as if it were your son, yourself. How would you want to be treated? You know what I'm saying? Like right. th these are the things that I'm talking. It's human decency, man. Human decency. Human decency. No human. No human. I don't give a fuck if this dude was fresh out of jail. Right. He's fresh out of jail. You know what I'm saying? And he had a ton of priors. You let that man walk from one side of the car, to the other side of the car. There were four, three male cops and one woman cop. Three male cops and one woman cop. Tell me three male cops couldn't subdue this dude before he got to the driver's side and tried to get in his car. I don't care if he did have have, had a, have a thump on the floor. You let him get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Right. You let him get there. Right. There was a bunch of things that could have been done before it resulted in you firing your gun. Yeah. That's, that's not that's not humane. That's not humane. It's not humane. That's, Man. That's not humane. Bro. It's not. You, you, it's, it's just it's shocking. It's shocking, you know. It's it's shocking that we are here again. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. so, like we were saying, Darren, offline, and we we will we're not gonna zoom past it because we can come back to this later at a, a later time. But we were talking. Uh, Post a good question. Um, what can we do? And um, which kind of segues into a little bit of what we are doing, Darian. What's your thoughts, man? What can we do, bro? What 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 can we do? You talking about walking to Washington? Washington? What's going on? You. you, you, you know? <laughs> I, I really, I really sat at home, man, and I, um, I, and I was like, whatever, we got time. Uh, I sat at home, and the reason I sat at home is just because you know, I got, that nothing more to me means more to me than being a dad, man. Like, that's nothing, you know what I'm saying? And you know that, you know, I know yep. you're a father, too, and it's the same thing. Like, that's the biggest blessing that has been bestowed upon me um, when it comes to my kids, man. And when I think of the world that they have to grow up in, I just constantly think of like, what can I be doing or what can I do better? And you know what I mean? And, and we all know that that's, that's another side of what we do. I'm not for profit is we can do better. Um, and and I, 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 I told Dario this, I thought about walking to Washington. I was like, man, I'll walk to the White House. Like that'll, that'll you know, show a black man walking to the White House. Then I was like, Nick. <laughs> You really go walk to the White House, and I'm like, ah, let's think twice about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Especially when I pulled up walking directions to the White House, they didn't give me none. I was like, had your ass going through? Had you going through the mountains, didn't it? You, your ass about to be. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a long walk. Uh, so I'm like, man, like what what can I do? And you look at the NBA and they boycott the games, and 
my conclusion was is that, listen, man, you got a platform, you got means of, of speaking out something that you're doing is going to exist on the internet or be able to reach an audience or people. Use that platform as much as you can, man. Use it often. Use it consistently. Um, that that's that's this is exactly why I agree, and some people would disagree with me. This is exactly why I agree that the NBA players should keep playing. Yeah. Because you take them off camera and they're at home doing these things behind the scenes, they're not gonna be able to get on camera every chance they get and talk social injustice. If we're willing to show that they will stop this shit, come to a stronger resolution if they need to. And I believe that people would think know that they would do it again if they need to. But it's up to us to become unified and use our platform as much as we can, man, to speak out. And and also, too, uh, Caucasian people, um, Hispanic people, Indian people, if, you, if you're not black, you know what I'm saying? Have those tough conversations. Somebody when they're getting out of line. And, and black people as well. Check somebody when they're showing their hand of racism towards some white people. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, it's all the <laughs> it's same a, thing. It's a two-way it's, street, man. The two-way street is human decency, man. It's human decency because we we got a we got a white man on here that's gonna be our guest today, and he's he's a stand-up guy, stand-up guy, stand-up guy, stand-up dude. You know what I mean? And if somebody was to say something in fr- about him in front of me, like I'm gonna check him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's a two-way street. Yeah. But it, it's things like that that we could do better on, man. We could definitely do better, and don't be afraid. Listen, if people. You're a friend and they call your stuff your they friend and you speak out about racism and and don't like that. They don't need to be your friend. They don't need to You don't want people like that around you. They want your friend in the first place. They weren't your friend. They were there for benefits. Yeah, man. That's that's what they were yeah, there for. They were there for benefits. They were there for benefits. Man. It's like it's crazy to me, man, to think of like this is the world that we're creating for these kids that don't even know no better right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like there there are small children that are seeing this on TV or or Jacob Blake's uh uh kids. They saw their their father get shot. You know what I'm saying? They traumatized. They got to go to therapy and all of that. Yeah. Like there are kids that that don't know what's going on. Like I I tell people a story. I commend my daughter's mother, okay? Because they lived in Virginia, all right, which is south. So you know what could be experienced with things of that nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My daughter has gotten straight A's. Uh, my daughter hasn't lived in the same state as me since she was two years old. She's 12 now. She's 13 in December. Uh, moved from Virginia because my daughter's mom said that daughter wasn't getting the same treatment in school as uh, the other kids. Now, like I said, my daughter's been at straight A's since she's been in school. And there were Caucasian kids that were getting put in honors classes. And my daughter had better if grades, if not better grades than them. And she felt my daughter wasn't getting opportunities. So they moved to Houston. She felt like my daughter would get better opportunities. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's, it blows my mind that my daughter even has to go through that at 12 years old. You're, it's... You know what I'm and shout out, to, shout out to her mom for recognizing that. You know what I mean? But it's crazy that my daughter has to go through things like that. That's growing up black people. That's growing, growing up black. Growing up black. Man, growing up black is uh, it's got its pluses and minuses, man. But uh, you know, it's funny that you speak on the kids and and like what we could do better, man. And if you don't mind, I'm I'm a I'm a move forward to what we what what we 
are doing we better. We are doing better. We are doing better at um, uh, over the last couple of days. I don't know if you saw, if you uh, pay attention to what um, we all have going on, but uh, us and the other part of us, uh, we can do better. Um, we find, we're doing the encore show um, for the uh, students of CPS, and honestly, this is probably the a dream come true of my career when it comes to anything in this entertainment world. Darren, I'm sure you share the same sentiment and we don't know how we got here, but we're here, but um, we got the opportunity to partner with, <laughs> we got the opportunity. Uh, we, we know people. We, we know people. people. We know people. We could, we, listen, we, we good dudes. We got good character and God got us. And, mm. we, know, and we know people. That's what it is. That's how we got here. That's how we got here. And where we are is uh, we partnered with the Chicago Urban League. Um, and we're going we're gonna to be doing some good things uh, from now and until that relationship breaks uh, with the Chicago Urban League. Uh, and if y'all don't know about the Chicago Urban League, and I think we made that announcement. Some people got it. I don't think people understand the magnitude. But that's a 104-year-old <laughs> establishment that works with the black community, minority community, over on Bronzeville, Southside, all over, uh, all over the, the city. And they work on education, opportunity, community work. Um, and this is right up our alley. So I'm honored, man. I'm honored to be a part of it. I know Darian is, Jitsiri, uh, Anwar, Martello, all of us, man, five of us, five people. Uh, just came together and look here we are man doing something and, and we got some great things planned for the future um, I, I like that. I like this talk track Darian. Uh, we always have something going on man. We all we always got something going on uh, and, and it's it's a beautiful thing to be able to do for uh, other people man um, I said this last night on the uh, on, the, on the showcase and uh, if you listen in here we had we do every Wednesday Wednesday night lights <laughs> Wednesday night lights. Say that. Say Wednesday that. night Say lights. Um, we uh, we performing at the top of the show. Um, I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Darius Williams. Uh, he is the uh, he he runs um, a, a, a a non for profit so to say um, with just like us. Um, it's called the Will to Overcome. I don't know if I'm getting it all the way correct, but the Will to Overcome. Um, and uh, yeah, and I want to tell. I just want to look directly in this camera and tell him, man. Um, I don't care how big or small the turnout is or how well you think it is. I said this last night and I said it again. If you're doing anything good for anybody without being asked to, that in itself is a success. So I don't want, I don't want you, my brother, to feel bad about doing anything or how big or how small the success was. I know when me and Darian do whatever, we could have passed out five book bags and we would have been happy. I know Jetsiri would have been happy. Oh. All it all it takes is all it takes is for you to impact one person, man. That's, that's it. it. So, that's that's it. I, I share the same same sentiments as Dario. Uh, Y'all can also go over to his. Uh, he has a clothing um, line, the Will to Overcome. So you can go to. I'm pretty sure it's the Will to Overcome. Uh, yep. Com, the, we'll, uh, it's just, a. Just Yep, will overcome uh, on uh, Instagram. Will to over the will to overcome. Go check them out, man. Brothers doing some good things, man. Uh, and and I just it was just on me to to kind of talk about that, man. And um, because we we need more active activism. You know what I mean? We need more people coming together and doing something, man. And that's what that's what we need, man. That's what we need, Darren. We need more people to just be foot to the ground, man. Ten toes down, doing some stuff, man. And and not just talk about it. We can get we can get behind this camera. Every Thursday, seven o'clock, and we could just say we doing some stuff. But I feel like 
we've gotten better ourselves with putting our actions to words and uh and 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 you held you held all of us accountable uh, a few days ago man uh several days ago and said hey look let's let's be about it you know what i mean and and you know be positive productions uh we can do better the podcast Man, everybody that worked with us, man, uh, we all got the same mentality. T five, we all got the same mentality, man. We want, we want to Joe Hurt. We want to make sure that we do things that are changing people's lives and like not just talking about it. It's so often we talk about it, but we using that platform, man. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I know you, you. That was your, uh, your segue to wind down a little bit, so we can get y'all on here. And uh, I do want to say something else. Uh, before we before we transition into that, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna be. Uh, this is the first time that we're gonna say this on here. It'll be the last time, and that's that's that. I promise you. Yep. And, uh, <clears throat> I decided to get behind the wheel on this one because I always say that I ain't got no. I don't have a career. I have to worry about I sabotage and shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm all about. Honesty, I'm all about transparency, and I'm all about keeping it real. Uh, Dario tell you from the jump, like I pride myself on being the realest dude in the room. Uh, so I will, I will definitely uh, address something. An elephant that's been sitting with us for a while. All right, there's no, no secret. Uh, when we came on here, <laughs> you stupid. When we, uh, when we started season two. There's no secret. Actually, I take I must take it back a little bit. Um, the end of season one, no secret that there were four of us, uh, three people on camera, one person behind the camera. There's no secret about that. Okay, we we've never shied away from that. Um, and at some point in season one, towards the end of season one, you start to see myself and Dario just on camera, and uh, one person behind the camera. Uh, we're told uh, for what we won't dis- disclose the reasoning, but we were given the reason as to why uh, became two of us on camera at one point, uh, and, and we believed that we, we we stuck with it, we supported it, uh, um, we followed up uh, to no response, which is fine. And, you know, whatever a person's business is, that's their business, and that's cool. Uh, but we did follow up. Um, and try to find out, you know, to make sure that there wasn't anything that that, that we he did to to uh, offend, to offend or or push that agenda of you know I have to leave, you know, I have to exit. Um, and and it's the same thing when it comes to the person behind the camera, which is hence why we here on Facebook Live and why we had to figure out like how to do multiple things on our own. Uh, I'm going to tell you this though. Everybody can speak for us that's been watching. We don't bring up things of the past. We bring up people of the past. We don't speak no names when we out in public. I don't wish anybody any ill will. We don't speak ill of you at all. Okay? So if that's the notion and the narrative that's being created, I'm gonna dip that shit in the blood right now. I'm just gonna keep it a buck. No need for us to speak about you. Mm. A lot of things going on. A lot of positive things going on. 
All we want to do is put positive energy into the world. It's our goal. No reason, reason for us to speak illy or, or on your name or, or anything that you've done. We wish you the best. And that's something that we've always done. That's the narrative that we created in the beginning when we were told the reason why it would only be two of us on camera, when we were told the reason why we would be running things on our own. That's it. Blank period. I have a reason to lie. Anybody want to come holler at me? I would say my phone number on here, but I'm straight. <laughs> you can message me. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. You can DM me, whatever you want to do. If, 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 if you want to have a conversation, then hey, come on. Don't take that to his doorstep, though. Don't do it. Come to me. Talking about it. You got something to say? Hey, we can talk. We can have a conversation. I'm going to tell you there's no reason for us to speak ill will on anybody. Anyone, especially also anybody that has 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 said ill things about us, that's no, still no reason for us to say anything about you because we know we ain't stupid. <laughs> no people that know people. We're right. done. We're not dumb. We're dumb. Okay, so we know that there's things out there floating around and all that shit, and we don't pay attention to it. We keep it moving. You ain't never heard us get on here and sound off on nobody. It ain't happening. You're not going to suck us down that hole. But I'm not going to let y'all keep, keep crazy. And it going to happen. Okay? Mm. So may, may the force be with you. <laughs> we will continue to be a driving force in everything that we do. We're going to put our best foot forward. We're going to uh, our best to create change and positivity. And that's it. Plain and simple. That's it. No. That's it. My brother is real articulate. Uh, I will say, he better than me, man. He better than me. Like you said, don't bring it to my doorstep because I get ignorant. Uh, no. I, I, got all this, I, got, I got all the smoke. I want the smoke, I know, too. So I know. if you want to talk about it, hit me up. We talk about it. You got my phone number. Yeah. Yeah. You number. Yeah, you got mine, too. Hey, um, also, uh, shout out to uh, the Diversity Hire track. That's one of my favorite tracks of all time. Uh, <laughs> Jay-Z put out the takeover. Nas put out ether. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I'll tell y'all this. Somebody wants some pepper in their food. No. Hey. <laughs> he said you you coming in with the paprika. What up? What's up, man? <laughs> hey, Darian. Anyway. Darian, uh see, I'm glad. PSA. Uh look, we got one thing I want to do. We we started this uh second, I think it was the second chapter of this season. Uh and it is the uh big word counter. Put it, put it up. I'm going to put, put it, it on the board. I'm going to put it on the board. There you go, folks. It's two to one. I got my first one on the board last week at the top of the show. I don't, look. <laughs> I don't know how I stumbled. I was just so into it, and chapter slipped away from me. <laughs> I appreciate you being humble. I'm humble. Right? Because somebody that wasn't humble. Would be like, no, oh, that don't count. I'm not putting it up. No, I don't have no control over the counter, people. No, no control. So that's that's a humble man. That shows you that backs everything that I just said. Okay. <laughs> I was I took this L. I'm gonna take this L. And uh, for those of you that probably wondering what the hell is the big word counter, it's the uh, amount of words that we stumble over uh, over the course of the season. We just started this season, but we've been fucking up words since uh, the prologue. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we that's just. Why we, 
we started breaking stuff down. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we 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 took it's it. Necessary. Yeah, we took it. <laughs> we took it. We took another step. We took another step. Make this thing happen, man. Uh, all right, Darren, you ready to bring on? Uh, you ready to bring on that guest, man? After this uh, little commercial break. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. My man Joe, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, man. I know we just spent 30 minutes on the head talking about uh, our talk here, but it's necessary, y'all. We're going to be back. We're going to play the sponsorship clip, and when we come back, Joe Hurt is going to be here. Y'all, hold tight. Welcome back. We back with, uh, I guess, hey, while we was on that, if y'all was listening to that, Darian took the deepest breath. (laughs) (laughs) He took the... My man took the dig. He was that was a strong ass exhale, boy. <laughs> you could tell that's hey, that's how stressed this motherfucker was over that shit that we was talking about. <laughs> you, mean, you gotta get the shit off your chest, man. <laughs> gotta get off your chest. Oh man, hey, hey, let's welcome to the show our guest, chapter twenty five, the homeboy, all the way from California. My boy Joe. Joe, is it Joe Hurt or Joe Hurdy? Let's settle this shit right now. Is it Hurdy or is it Joe Hurt? Is this where the discussion happens officially? Yes, this is where it's officially happened. <laughs> All right. So to be honest, I was flirting with the idea of keeping it Joe Hurt as a stage name. Okay. But that's what I was like my nickname growing up constantly anyway. It's like, oh, Big Hurt. Oh, Hurt, how's it going? But it's pronounced Hurdy. Even then, we're not quite sure. Okay. Hey. Uh, like, as you guys know, uh, my grandparents on my dad's side were both born deaf. <laughs> okay, so, I'm like, sorry. They couldn't tell us how it's supposed to be pronounced. Joe. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sitting here. Look. <laughs> this man. Y'all heard it here. <laughs> he making me laugh. He said. <laughs> He's, Joe Hurdy. Let's just. Joe Hurdy, everybody. You heard it here. That's the official enunciation of his name, man. How you feeling, my brother? I'm going to go all the way into it. I don't know if I go all the way into it. Let's oh, no, those full backstory and everything. But, no, yeah, I guess Joe Hurdy here. Uh, <laughs> I love the suspense is gone. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Man, I'm, we good. I'm going to call him Hurt. Streets named them hurt. The streets. I'm gonna call them hurt. <laughs> the streets named them hurt. You know what I mean? I like Big Hurt. T- Big Hurt. TJ T- uh, Stokes, uh, who we all know and love, assuming uh, you're watching this, uh, he said first name of your comedy special has to be uh, Hurt Feelings. Ooh, I like that. But like, uh, I can't get that out of my head. I like because that. I didn't have to like make a choice, so. <laughs> Dude, uh, it might it might be hurt from here on out. Dude, that's fire. Hurt feelings is fire, bro. It's like really good. that's fire. Just, like man. If I spell it, but if I spell it H I R T E. Yeah, man. Dude, oh my god, that's like TJ. TJ. Fun fact came up with uh, Project Reach. TJ came up with that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. TJ is a wordsmith. He's a hey, rapper. It, yeah. Yes, it would be some shit, Joe. If it was hearty feelings. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, nah, that's a stretch, my brother. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. <laughs> Joe Hurdy feelings. So let's just stick. Let's stick I with her, man. 
think I would have to actually like spell it out for people, like in the parentheses in the dictionary, like just like show where the incantations go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, that's a like work on an album. That's cover. a. You hear that word he just oh, said? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Hey, me thought the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, you didn't know white man on. Man. I just proved it. What, <laughs> what did you just say? What was that word? An annotation? Incantation. Incant. Is it spelled with a, a, a or I? <laughs> it's both. It's both? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, y'all, y'all know this. I did not attempt to say the word. I ain't, look. I'm not getting the Nope, nope. <laughs> he, he not, this is a trap. I'm, I'm not on the counter, so I'm just, you know, shooting from the hip here. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine, my brother. Uh, I have no scoreboard to worry about. <laughs> uh, Joe, so um, you, uh, man, we're going to get into, like, the little interview thing here, man, and Darren is better at the interview question than I am. Uh, but I do <laughs> I want to know. I want to know, man, uh, why the move to uh, California, man? Let the people know. Uh, so, I always knew it was something that I wanted to do eventually. Um, but also, uh, my girlfriend already been out here for a year. Okay. Uh, she's from here. Um, also, I've been working at Second City for about four years. Okay. The time when I started thinking like it's time to kind of go. Yeah. And um, when I was looking at Chicago, granted, what I messed up was realizing how much I actually enjoyed stand up. Yeah. Because once I had it in my mind, like I'm giving this six more months, I go. I'm just going to save it for the move. I started doing more stand up. <clears throat> I kind of wish you know I would have like, you know, done more reps around the scene. Yeah. Uh, before that happened. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But uh, besides that, I was I had spent. Six years in Chicago for its second city, and I was like, you know what? The only reason the big game in town for me that I can see myself doing is uh, a main stage or ETC at second city. Right. Um, that is 12 possible positions. Um, that's still only a stepping block to like where I want to go elsewhere. Right. Right. So if this is all that's keeping me to be here, and I was also starting to enjoy myself. Yeah. Like, if anyone's worked service industry, you know it's a rock star lifestyle. Um, <laughs> you're on top of it. You know you're having a lot of fun. You're surrounded by funny people. You get to work hungover and everyone forgives you for it. Uh, I was living in like a decent apartment. And uh, I remember, not the greatest guy to right now do it in the news and everything, but Terry Crews said, um, when you start getting comfortable, that's when you have to worry about your success. Amen. It's like, you know what? I started feeling comfortable in Chicago. I started to feel comfortable in Chicago to the point where it's like, you know what? I really want to like say that I'm gonna make uh, a move out of this as a career. It's time that I go to LA and see what's up. Man, that's that's then good. Then a month after it, uh, quarantine happened, so I can't tell you how it's going so far. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you don't know yet. You can't go outside, man. <laughs> I, I I can't give you an honest opinion. <laughs> I'm like, how's LA? It's like, well, I don't know. It's kind of like the rest of the world now. Uh, it's it's an apartment. It's got walls and uh, <laughs> got a nice little got a nice little curtain back there. I see. I see the curtain back there. Whatever that is, man. Like <laughs> you doing big things, my brother. Like. <laughs> so I got a. Uh, I got a question for you. Um, and, and it's kind of kind of like a 
it's actually a relationship question. So shout out to our friends over at Fanage Pie because I guess I've been listening to too much of that. <laughs> uh, you said your girlfriend was there for a year, so you guys had a long distance relationship. How was that? Um, tough. Uh, I will. I dad's a pilot, and I'm still was on his flying benefits, so I could fly standby for like eight. Reasonable price. Oh, if it weren't for that, if it weren't for that, I don't know if we would have been able to make it work. That's what's up, man. Because we were still able to see each other once a month. Wow, that's not bad. Oh, okay. That's good. That's so good. That's like, it was just like I don't know. We're not seeing each other, but uh, that was a yeah, topic. If you don't think. That was a topic. That was a topic, man. From uh, from Tuesday. <laughs> I, I don't know how that long, that long distance day, man. Woo-hoo. Oh no! No, no, no. A lot of it, a lot of it was also just knowing uh, when you know, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. like that's good. Hey, that's oh. that's spoken like a real man. I was about to say that's some you real man shit know. right there. When mm-hmm. you know, you know. That's some real man shit. Because <laughs> cause I don't know That long distance shit I'd be like man How much is Southwest? I don't know I don't know <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny thing when it, It's just a funny thing about When it comes to dating up Like where am I gonna go? Yeah well I mean Well I mean look You I mean you not a bad looking dude Come on stop it Joe You What you, what you mean? You joking Joe you could pull Stop it I mean you got a girl right. You got the little Look the little thing. I'm just saying that all speaks volumes for how amazing my girlfriend is. Okay, all right, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, she gotta be, she gotta be top notch, man, for you to commit and move out there, bro. Hey, right, kudos, to, kudos, kudos. God dang it, I'm on the board. Fuck. Fuck. You know what? Here's the wrong incantation. Oh. He over there drinking that jack. Stop. <laughs> God dog it. It's this shit. It's this shit. Got me. God damn. He over there drinking that jack. Oh, goodness. It's two to two now. It's two to... How, the, how did I fuck up kudos? You know what I mean? Like, how did... Oh, no. But kudos to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Whatever. <laughs> Man. Oh my God. And Joe, so dive into it a little bit, man. Uh why stand up comedy? What what kind of got you into stand up comedy? What what steered you in that direction? Um I mean there's a control factor when it comes to it. Um I think a lot of like what you hear if you do any sort of comedy is like it all comes down to finding your voice. Um and also, like, just, like, trying to, like, be your most authentic self while you're on stage. And I've been doing sketch for uh, five, six years at that point. And while it's great working in a collaborative setting, I was also making choices that would uh, facilitate the group. Like, you know, you found a role. Um, while I was in stand-up, that is the most authentic version of the style of comedy you want to give up. Um I had prefaced it a little bit by doing, uh, I did two one-man shows uh, in 2019. Um, That was still all mostly sketch, uh, but at least it was like an idea of like, this is what I find funny, and this is the kind of message I want to bring about my comedy. While stand-up, 
when you're rehearsing, you have to like make sure that people know that this is you and what you're trying to get at every single time you go on stage, whether it's in front of three people at the end of an open mic or it's suddenly you're guest spotting on a friend's show and there's, you know, 20 actual audience members. Uh, there's, you know, 100 people at a corporate game, you know. Right. Um, right. So that was my idea to go into that. You were good at that too, man. Like you, like every time, I, and thank you for all the opportunity you gave me, man, to be on the shows and like, uh, I know you had me on and do the uh, Killing It show a couple times, and um, I forgot which one. Maybe it was the same one, but you had me on there to do. Um, it was the opening uh, before the show opened, um, just to test and see how it would go. You had me on there, man, yeah. o- over there, Annoyance, mm-hmm. man. Uh, so thank you for that, man. Yeah, and those, nice run, yeah. yeah, yeah, they were those were those were so fun, man. Like those are really fun shows, dude. Like I felt like. I don't know. It just felt different to be there, man. Then, like, just knowing that you were going to be doing your thing. And, bro, it was a vibe, brother. You know, I don't think you understand. Uh, You say you got comfortable in Chicago, man. But you were you were just getting started, my brother. You, I feel like you were on to something. You was on to something. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you ever want to come back, I think you got something good. You know? <laughs> well, I mean, it's... And it came to that about how much I missed the place. Yeah. Um... And that's why I like keep like giving away benefit of the doubt is due to this. Um, I, have, I have community in Chicago, and because I was at least around it during sketch, then finding it in stand up for the little time I was doing it in that scene, you think to yourself, well, comedy community in Chicago is just everywhere. How do yeah. you miss it? Yeah. Um, I wish there was more of that in every single place that I go to. Mm. Not realizing that I'd actually like done a whole bunch of labels without even knowing it, having worked at Second City and doing Huggable Riot shows for years. Yeah. Um, also, unfortunately, I think also the thing with stand-up is it's kind of like, uh, I think, a gradual progression that I saw with, uh, I started out doing improv, and everyone who uh, doesn't do anything from improv starts making sketch, and then once you uh, don't do sketch anymore, you start doing stand-up, um, and you just keep the group chats from the people that you work with. <laughs> oh man <laughs> that is <laughs> that's a fact <laughs> that is a fact um joe uh what is what is probably one of your favorite moments of the shows you've run of the shows you performed in uh your time here in chicago man what's what's one of your <clears throat> favorite moments you know everybody has a moment that kind of just like stands out to them man i know i know for me um, I got I got a few of them that stood out, man. But uh, what's what's one or a couple of yours that uh, just stand out to you? Your time here in Chicago. Um, I, mean, I got quite a few. Um, that's also kind of the great thing about being able to perform in different mediums. Um, when the Collider uh, Improv competition was a big one with uh, our group called Leg Day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was me, and uh, we all met doing level C of Second City. Uh, I was still commuting from Wisconsin at the time. Like, this is what I did on weekends, and this became, like, my Chicago family. Uh, Brandon Scott. Uh, the homie, B. Scott. Food Spartan 20 on all uh, handles. Please follow him. Uh, amazing individual. Yep. Um, in the comments, he in the comments, he watching man. right now. Hey, Brandon got a shorty on the way, man. Congratulations, my brother. I was just at his baby shower. Congratulations, B. Scott. Yeah, I was just at the baby hey. shower. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Him and Jill, congratulations. Love y'all. Um, Kratos doesn't like me, but we're going to work through that eventually. <laughs> uh, that's, that's Brandon's dog, for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, like, hates me. It's, it's funny because it's it's a black dog, too. And, Joe, you are a very upstanding person when it comes to the activism for black community. So I don't know why that dog got beef with you, man. It's just it's misunderstood. <laughs> Speaking of which, this, this if y'all see Joe's shirt, uh, this was not planned. Was not planned, Joe. We all out here, we all out here like triplets right now. Man, but it was, man. It was not planned. Get this message across. <laughs> got on. Say that, Joe. We got on, and we noticed yeah. that Joe had on his shirt, and neither one of us said we was gonna wear these shirts, so it just all worked out. Uh, yeah. Well, we're, uh, go ahead. Keep keep going about um, uh, Dario's question. I'll get back to the. Actually, I'll I'll finish that, and I'll want to circle back to the shirts uh, later. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Yeah, uh, doing the, it was Lena, it was uh, me, Brandon, uh, Steve Ward, who's not on social media, don't worry about him, <laughs> and uh, Andy Galecka and Randy Taylor, it's a weird inside joke, but yeah, um, but like these were, it was the, like the first time that was like, you know, there was kind of like stakes and improv that wasn't from a teacher, mm -hmm. it was like uh, we, a few times we actually get validated by like a voting system, Yeah, and we weren't bringing the biggest crowds, but we kept moving on in this competition from getting, like, we also get to um, vote for who you think was actually good, because we know you're all bringing people <laughs> in terms of the audience. Yeah. It was, like, four shows in a row just packed out audience who just truly enjoyed what we were putting on stage. Um, what we were doing was just, like, making smart moves, being us. Mm -hmm. Uh it's a rare thing to like be able to, especially doing stand-up even when you're being most authentic self, you've done these jokes over and over again, and you're able to just like basically hang out with your friends uh, on stage, but you're, you know, just acting while being yourself and seeing it validated, it's really big for you. Yeah. So that was yeah. top moment. Um, yeah, I got... It's it's um, like my first puppet show was huge. The first time doing a solo show is huge because it's scary the first time you do anything new. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, I couldn't imagine doing a solo show. Yeah. Oh my god! Like, dude, like I couldn't imagine it. I feel like me and Darian could do like a two person show, but like a solo yeah, show. I think so. Yeah, we could do that, bro. We could do a two person show. Like, yeah. let's do that. A yeah. one person show? Nah, I get bored too easily. <laughs> <laughs> I get bored. Well, you, know, you know what, man? You. You do a lot of uh, you do a lot of crowd play. You good at that, like riffing and stuff. So <laughs> I think if you you involve the crowd, like I think if you can get a crack. Sure. Maybe, so. maybe. I believe in you, my dude. Maybe this dude, look at him, y'all. He <laughs> this man be gassing me up. Next week I'm be announcing a solo show. Watch this. This how this <laughs> this how this shit start. You know, <laughs> this how it start. Uh, joke. If comedy's gonna still stay virtual, solo show might be the market you want to go to. Hell, look, shit, bro, I can't look. Hey, you see how good this camera is? I don't know if y'all can see this feed, but look, a brother done upgraded. You know what I mean? A brother done upgraded, man. You can see. I gotta make sure my hair is brushed now. I gotta make sure you know my shit is lined up a little bit. You know. <laughs> look, I'm looking at the live feed at the same time. You damn near look light skinned that's got oh god i mean ain't nothing wrong with it ain't no i mean you know what it is i got this light right here this light is uh 
This light really hey. making a brother glow, you know? Glass <laughs> look like uh, Dario Curry. Stop! I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. You talking about I got the little, I got the little beard, the little, the little uh, chin Man, strap, bro. and the, and the little. Uh... <laughs> bro, all you need is some. Uh, you see, Steph got braids now. Oh yeah, he got. He got them dookies, boy. Hey, I look. I had braids. I had braids. Prop what? I'm, 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 uh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. I can't do braids no more, man. I had braids. What? I'm 36. I had braids 22 years ago, man. I can't do it, bro. No, no, probably. Ooh. Probably 19 years ago. I yeah, I can't do it, bro. I can't Look, do it. I'm gonna have to. Hey, listen. Can you do me a favor? What's up? Get the picture so we can put it up next week. We I don't have so the, the picture. So that was the thing, man. Think about it, man. 20 20 years ago, you know, I had a Nokia. I had a Nokia. You know what I mean? Like the little. Yeah, we we. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some research, man. I'm gonna have to talk to your sister. Yeah. I, oh, that, yeah. I'm sure they'll tell you. Hey, you know what, man? Look, that was right around the time. Uh, <laughs> Ignition remix and look, I look. That was <laughs> R. Kelly had them braids in that video, and, and I want to look R. like. Kelly got the same. R. Kelly got the same shaped head. Oh, so, come on, stop that's it. That is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's where the similarities <laughs> in between me and him. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with that. That's it. I like the braids. All right. Stop it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Move on. D D, move on. <laughs> Joe, so Joe, uh, we heard you from Wisconsin, man, and, and let's let's just go down this road for a little bit. Uh, we obviously we know that you're a big supporter of uh, Black Lives Movement, and we we spoke highly of you. And it's a lot. Teachers speak highly of you. It's a lot of people that speak highly of you, Brandon as well. Um, so I I I, I want to know your thoughts being from Wisconsin. Um, of uh, what happened to Jacob Blake a couple days ago. Uh, uh, how, how did that, so coming from your hometown, so to speak, how, how what, what did you feel when, when you saw that happen? I mean, not being physically there, um, I wish I could like get a bigger sense of it, like talk with like my family that's there. They're still somewhat removed from it. Um, Biggest feeling is fear from their standpoint, but it's frustrating coming from an angle where, not coming from an angle, but just seeing it as like, all right, how are like, you know, people that we always talk about on social media who are like, how would I friend these people in the first place because they have different political views? Because like, well, you grew up with them. Right. And people change, and that's just, you know, that's why this happens. People change over time. You haven't talked to them in years or whatever. All these people from our hometown are still seen reacting to it. And sharing stuff that is still skirting the issue, mm. yep. that's frustrating. Yep. <clears throat> like retweeting or sharing something from a... Uh, Wisconsin politicians saying like what happened to tragedy that's awful, but this is so and so's America. If you don't vote this way, it's like this is this feels like you're handing out a business card at a funeral. Mm. Ooh. And yeah, even though you know Jacob Blake didn't die, he's still paralyzed. But you know we've killed this sense of him feeling like he's a no equal person in society. Right. Right. Um. 
Empathy is a thing that I think is getting overlooked at. Um, Man. Frustration you feel when, uh, frustration people have when they post a like, well, that's not exactly what happens. Like, you're frustrated over... The semantics. I'm just going to call her semantics. Yes. And you can't understand frustration over people who... All times, like... This has been happening before George Floyd. Like, I'm someone like this past summer, uh, how much police brutality against specifically African Americans has come to light. How you don't have the self awareness to think as a police officer that it shows no excuse for, like, yes, there's, there's clearly a discrepancy in between, you know, how police officers target. Uh, view African-Americans versus okay, well, not even just African-Americans, like minorities in general. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was the cherry on top of the Sunday because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still choose to look at, um, that's not the entire story, or like, we'll bring up the night, like, who really cares? Right. 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 What we're really seeing is seven shots in the back versus AR-15s and uh, white demeanor. Right. So it's able to. It's unfortunate to see that so many people just want to like, especially with it being an election year, that they seem like, well, how I talk about this is how people view my political views. It, but that that goes back to the very beginning. What I said, I was like, people are afraid to say something because they're afraid of what they got to lose. And, and and that's the big problem right now is that exactly what you just said. A lot of people think that way, and that's unfortunate. A lot of people think that, oh, man, they're going to judge me if I think this way, man, or, you know, I'm not going to get this opportunity because I think this way about something. Man, look, I think I think at this day and age, for me, and maybe it's because I'm 36 years old, damn near 40, you know what I mean? And I think a little bit differently. I don't give a damn about what I got to lose right now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I leave my cards on the table. You know what I mean? I tell it like it is. And, and I'm not I'm not afraid of speaking what I know is a good thing and the truth about things. So, uh, man, that people people need to just relax and, and just and, and stop being afraid what others are going to think about them, man. And just, and just do the right thing. You know, what Spike Lee say, do the right thing. Not... Same thing that we was talking about, but the the point of the the, the title is the, is is the point of it, man. Do the right thing, man. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's it's just frustrating, man. And 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 you and you, Joe, as as a white male, uh, and it's easy to pinpoint. It's it's easy to pinpoint. You know, people like you just because. You know what I mean? Just just we see Joe. He's a white guy. He's part of the problem, right? Without even knowing the conversation. And I think a lot of people want to say, hey. This is a black versus white thing. Now this is the the uh, this is the residual effects of a original black versus white. Now it's escalated to a black versus racism. This is people versus racism. You know what I mean? And so what we got to do, we got to stop. We got to stop looking at everybody. You know, because that's still a slight hint of racism when we say I don't trust. I don't trust this white person. I don't trust this man because it's got a lot of white allies. You know what I mean? We got a lot of white allies, and honestly, we gonna 100%. need them. We gonna need them to talk. We gonna need them to talk, and that's where the conversation starts within them, them households. You know, a lot of, a lot of deep-rooted things, and honestly, there's a lot of deep-rooted things in black people family. You know what I mean? My family. You know, we, we got, we got slavery that was, 
you know, that pent up hostility and, and anger. You know what I mean? We got to kind of teach them and be like, look, man, this is 2020. This is the way it is. Yes, that stuff was bad. But let's let's how are we going to fix this? How are we going to move forward with this, man? And uh, I, I think one thing, uh, uh, just Joe, listening to you, uh, uh, what's refreshing is, is uh, well, one thing that you say was empathy. Like, I feel a lot of people lack empathy for another person's situation or another racist situation. Um, and I think that's where people um, that don't have to experience these things can do a lot better at. Uh, but it's also refreshing too to hear you hear you say words like your frustration, where your frustration comes from, uh, because that shows that you do have that empathy and you are willing to step outside yourself and uh, see others, uh, you know, uh, different areas or different angles of, of the particular situation. Uh, and Dario, what you said as well, like it. It's what I've been challenging people to, to just do is that there's some deep-rooted conversations that you need to have within your household, you know what I mean, uh, to, to start to change the narrative and to change things um, because that's what's going to start. It's going to start with your family. It's going to start with your friends having those tough conversations about uh, racism or underlying racism uh, and uh, racial undertones and things of that nature. Um, and if people are scared to have those type of conversations, then I, I don't really feel like we're gonna we're gonna progress. You know, and it's all gonna start with the people. Yeah. Um, and that's the that's the beginning. Uh, so, Joe, I, I just as a black man, I want to say thank you because you 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 never never seen you shy away from uh, even when we discuss things on topics or uh, when you see us post something about Black Lives Matter. Like, yeah, I don't feel like you ever shy away from. Uh, letting your voice be heard um and 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 backing um backing uh, um black black men that you know or black women that you know you know whatever it may be uh so uh, people I just of color say thank you for being for yeah of color you know what i mean i just want to say thank you for for voicing you know and not being afraid to voice yourself because like you said uh, you know people change over time you get friends that you friends with on social media and you're like why in the hell like you say those things, right, you know what I mean, right. without even thinking twice about it. So, you, I, I commend you, my brother. I commend you, man. And it's the others, well, especially given the like discussions even like we're at right now. Uh, there's a lot I want to go off of. Um, I think if I were to sum up a whole bunch of like what's going on, I think. What really needs to happen is that uh, the problem with way news is dispersed and uh, how people align themselves. Um, no one's really looking inwardly about this and uh, speaking from that. Um, I think that if anyone looks at the evidence that happened in Kenosha uh, this past week, um, you know where you feel on the issue as a person. <laughs> um, what you choose to say about it in terms of like who to defend and when it comes to looking for facts, that's you trying to align your beliefs with what you think is expected of you based on this group that you've allowed yourself to be grouped into. Um, that's what really scares me. Yep. Um, so that like, I have no response to the fact that uh, I think this seems like a racial issue because um, I haven't 
what are my own feelings about it because I'm scared of upsetting people who I grew up with or whatever. But he did have a knife, so I'm going to loop myself with this group that says, yes, let's wait for the facts. And that's where it's like, you know, you might as well just say what side you're on. Right, um, right. Well, they tell you what side they're on. They, they tell you what side they're on by the way they speak. Exactly what you said, Joe. They tell you already what side they're on. They know. They, you know. <laughs> it's unfortunate. If, uh, there's, if there's anything I've learned from uh, doing comedy and uh, in front of black audiences, that slick shit doesn't fly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, Joe, one time for the people in the back. That slick shit don't fly. <laughs> That bullshit gets smelled out mile away, and you know, you know, you can comment, you can say, do whatever, but know that, uh, know what crowd you're also, you know, hoping is buying your product when you say that stuff out. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, I straight up, I also need to commend uh, YouTube not only for the platform that you give me, literally just like being here, um, but also just you know, be positive. In general, um, I think you gentlemen, uh, of all people, have any reason to not be positive right now. And uh, if you guys know anything about my material, I tend to I skew towards the negative, the more cynical looking of things. Um, but you know, you give me thing uh, you like I. I as much as we talk about energy, like I do feed off of what you guys put out, and uh, I appreciate it. I know everyone that watches appreciate it, and uh, thank you, man. Joe, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta thank us, man. Uh, me and Darian, and I know I can speak for Darian on this, man. Uh, you, you exactly right. It's hard to be positive in these times right now, but Darian and I, we we used to say this for years. We don't know why we here. We don't know why we friends. We don't know why we doing this, but we gonna find out reason. We found out reason about a year and a half ago, two years ago, and and I think it's our it's almost our civil duty now to not just be positive, but to provide opportunity and provide light and and to and to be active. You know what I mean? Maybe that's that's our calling. That's our calling to to kind of push this positive agenda. You know what I mean? We have our bad days. You know, we have our bad days. Uh, but we don't let that affect us, man, because there's a there's a bigger picture. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, man, it's it's uh, it's tough because, like, sometimes you do want to just break down, man. You do just want to break down and just be like and throw your hands up and just be like, ah. You know, and, and honestly, I used to be so frustrated with, you know, what things people, some people have said and how people have treated me in this comedy community. Um and and it's it's rough, but you know that stuff pales into com in, in in comparison to the real life topics. You know what I mean? The real life situations that's going on. And I think if me and Darian, if we take our eye off the ball one time, a lot of things crumble. You know what I mean? We have a reputation to uphold when it comes to. Uh, our image in the public eye, especially we got my buddies. We can't be doing wild stuff, and people associate us with my buddies. That's a platform for us. We can't we can't upset you know the public eye. We got this podcast. You know what I mean? We we can't upset a lot of things, and we have to be on our game, especially now for the opportunities and the partnerships 
that we are starting to create uh, with other people around the city. And, um, you know, it, I, I said before, I don't want to be known as a positive guy. You know what I mean? I want to be known as a good dude. You know what I mean? I want to be known as a real dude. You know what I mean? But, you know, I have my bad days. I have my bad days. I have my days where I just want to say fuck it. You know what I mean? I want to have my days where I just want to be like, you know what? I don't give a damn about this comedy shit no more. You know what I mean? I'm going to quit. You know what I mean? I have those days. Thank God Darian is here. Talked me off the ledge a lot of times. Uh, Sarah talked me off the ledge a couple times. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I think we are, we are earnest in our efforts to make sure that we keep putting our good foot forward and, and give people hope and give people opportunity and continue to do what we do for people like you, Joe. Because uh, you, you say you, we inspire you. You inspire me, bro. You put me on the show more than a lot of places have. I don't think you know that. I don't told you a lot, but you did that. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, and that, that doesn't that doesn't fall short on me, man. I don't forget things like that. I got a I got a very good memory, man, and I'm very vivid. And uh, so you inspire us, you know. And that's that's why you're on this podcast. That's why we want people to see who you are. That's why we want people to know who you are, whether you here or you California. Uh, um, I'm talking a lot, Darren, but I'm gonna pass it off. But man, ooh, I'm I'm hot right now. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm turnt, you know. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it, it, we, we like I said, told Joe before we got on here, man. We just friends talking at this point, and uh, it's it's all love, man. Um, Joe, I know that backing off of what Dario said a little bit is uh, I know you created a lot of opportunity for him. TJ speaks very highly of you when it comes to creating opportunity as well. Uh, so, like I said before, man, I just appreciate you and uh, and take our job as well uh, when we do anything related to be positive. Um, we, we, we give hope, we give positivity, we, we try to inspire and motivate. Um, but to what I was speaking about earlier and everything that I said earlier about, you know, uh, just keeping it real, it's very important to be transparent, man, because we do have bad days. We do have, we do have bad 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 moments i won't even say bad days because it's really bad moments yeah sometimes bad you, moments. A, you can let a bad moment uh turn, turn into, into a, a bad day. day you know yep. what i'm saying yeah but but we have bad moments and and those things happen uh but it's important to be transparent it's important to be um honest it's important to be real uh, and that though everything that you said joe about you know just black lives matter movement in general and uh speaking on what happened in kenosha is um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 as real as you can get. You know what I mean? It's as real as you can get. And uh, I go for that, so don't don't be Mario. <laughs> uh, it's important. So I, I just yeah, that that's that man. Uh, as far as uh, let's drift a little bit back into your world, Joe. Uh, as far as uh, have you gotten a chance to do any comedy in California? Yeah, I know did. you went into quarantine. Uh, you know, right where you kind of moved, but uh, you have. What What do you feel like is the difference between what's going on here in Chicago versus California? So when I first got here, um, I was still hitting up open mics. Uh, I was able to hit probably six a week um, because uh, a really popular platform out here is uh, this thing called uh, they 
county producers for open mics will literally just open up back rooms. Um, they'll be open from like noon to like 10 p.m. Okay. Uh, and they can allow like a certain amount of comics in there for hours is to accommodate people who probably are working at night um, will be want to do a bunch of shows in one day type thing um, so it's a lot of it's a lot more performing in front of solely comics as opposed to like this is what made the my buddy's mic so great on Mondays was uh, having the mic after the performance so you knew especially in the first like maybe 10 comics you had genuine people like genuine audience members, uh, which is all you want to like. Right. Um, along with comics who like see you doing well, they read the vibe of the room and they want to do well as well. So they're going to support you even more. They're going to be theater audience laughers as opposed to open mic bar laughers. Um, right. Because that, I was only doing stuff in front of uh, LA Comics, which is a whole lot of just right here, maybe quick get your Twitter and Instagram handle beforehand. Right. Uh, if you've seen before, here's the, my same three minutes, but with a new bit. Um, now I'm going to head out. Um, the big thing is just doing the club mics. It's almost just one big networking event. As uh, the clubs will be uh, off to line up, and they only let in. At the improv, the first 75 people in um, at oh wow comedy store, first 100. And uh, you just literally like, wait outside in a line. You make friends with people in line. You usually have to get about an hour before they even start letting people in. And then there you get put into a raffle, which is only going to be maybe 10 comics out of the 75 that even got into the place. Oh, my God. Um, to showcase two or three minutes for a booker that may or may not be. Oh, goodness um, gracious. Yeah, see... Hell no. So, so, especially, like, with Quarantine, I've been listening to a lot of, like, specifically stand-up podcasts, and um, they keep saying, like, York's where you go if you want to get really good, specifically at stand-up. LA's where you go if you want to get discovered. And um, I simply have more connections out here in LA, clearly with uh, Hannah being out here and uh, doing the trip multiple times. And honestly, cold weather gets to be a thing. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot to mention that I, I function better mentally when I'm not just you know freezing my ass off uh, <laughs> we all do only born in, not only born and raised in Wisconsin but three polar vortexes like the moment I moved to Chicago like I, I said I'm going to do I'm going to paint myself a minute weather wise and just come out here to the fires <laughs> oh god <laughs> you know what's you know what's crazy, and this is I, I I don't know if I'm saying this right, but um uh while I was in Colorado uh, with Pat True, shout out, this is my boy Pat True, um he was telling me that some of these fires um are necessary, you know what I mean? Like they're they're necessary for things to continue to grow and and to stop certain things from growing. It's I don't know if I'm saying it right, but. And that's what he was saying. I thought that was an interesting take, man. But I mean, I know them, them forest fires over in California be real as hell, man. Like God, don't. Like that's crazy. But he was saying they they kind of necessary. What what do you think? Are they are they necessary or what's up? I've heard of I've heard of the control fires yeah. uh, thing before. I also just see 
signs when you drive up Pacific Coast Highway <laughs> that's like higher danger. And they have like different colored signs for the, like green. It might be an okay day. Um, <laughs> lately, it's just been at high. Like oh, the boy. fire notice is just high for the day. That's... Like you talk about like it's humidity or like chance of thunderstorm. I could not know. I couldn't do that. So you mean tell me a fire could break out at any time? They don't even know? Somebody with bad breath come on, breathe on one of the trees. It's a wrap. Come uh, on, man. Right. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. So we go, we go, wrap it up. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Some, man, somebody come over and be like, "Ooh, what is this? A hibiscus? Hibiscus?" And that motherfucker just go up. <laughs> what is that? Oh my god. So we go. Not, we go. not wrong, though. Hibiscus lavender coffee is a thing out here that I've had, and it gives you terrible breath. So you're not See? wrong. Hey, look, I know. Hey, that shit hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let them know, Joe. Let them know. <laughs> oh my God. All this, all this playing in my head right now is uh, before Nelly song come on. Be like, hot shit. Oh, oh, we going. <laughs> it's burning down, down, baby. <laughs> Mind if I take it back to topics real quick? Ludicrous. Uh, uh, let's go. Let's talk about it, Joe. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh huh. I'm just gonna quick ask: Why is why is album such like you know big? you know, scoring point when everything is a playlist nowadays anyway, or like a mixtape, because you take those four artists and you make a top ten list of like which bangers you want to listen to, Lou's probably got at least four or five. But what's up? What's up? Listen. Ah! listen. <laughs> whole argument was just based on the fact that I said Ludacris did not have an album that you couldn't, that you could uh, uh, that you can't skip through basically. That, that was the whole uh, the premise of the argument. I understand what you're saying, and and I and to, to 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 your point, I do feel that Ludacris is a uh, he puts out great singles, he has great features. If we talking about an artist that has a classic album, you know what I'm saying, and something you can't skip through, to me. I got an album I can't skip through. That's a classic album to me. Yep. I just don't That's feel true. like it has got that. I just want to quick preface it by saying that the initial argument was uh, who got to go. <laughs> you said if Gucci wasn't on there, it would be Ludacris. It, it would be Ludacris, be... yes. No, come on. You would have got rid of Luda? That's where, and that's yeah, where versus, I started. Well, yeah. Versus T.I. and Jeezy. Yeah, you, you I mean... Now here's the thing. Okay, all right. This is another. I go, I go, I go Jeezy personally. I was just a, look. Jeezy is great. He's great. I don't want to. I'm not saying he's not. He's great. But when you talk about to me, to me, Jeezy, Jeezy is a better. <laughs> he's a better feature artist than he is a full album artist. I'm just saying. Hey, how many? How many? Ludacris. No, Ludacris got out. Ludacris got better albums than Jeezy. Uh, okay, listen, man. I, maybe, maybe I just resonate 
with Jeezy a little bit more because some of his albums remind me of like toughest times. Maybe I just relate more to Jeezy. That's that, fair. That aspect. That's maybe, fair. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. Because most of the artists that we listen to, you have a personal connection with. Like that's why you like that artist. Maybe. For yeah. That you know what I mean? Yeah. It could remind you of a time that you were going or something. So I, I'm not knocking Ludacris at all. What's your beef with? What's your What's your beef with creamy peanut butter? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you thought I was gonna let that slide, Joe? Joe, you was there. Look, what is y'all beef with creamy peanut butter? Oh my god! Listen, I've already established season one that you are the safest. That ain't safe. Rick Wallace. Rick Wallace was with him. He was watching. And if he's still watching, you and him, the only two black people, not the only two, but the ones that's closest to me that I know to eat perched fish with no bones. That, I'm just trying to be safe. Perch is good. I, my, Wait, look. My, if I got. Perch is fine. But I, I want catfish. I don't want no perched fish. Bro, if I, I got. If, Give me I don't want someone to challenge. Give me a no. Walk if I'm if I'm on lunch break, I'm not trying to worry about if I'm gonna die before this lunch break over just because I can eat food and get nourished. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to eat this damn sandwich. I'm trying to eat this sandwich and go back to work. You know what I mean? Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, Joe. All I can, I can think of right now is TJ telling me to watch the Dion Cole Cold Hearted special, and he talks about exactly this point. <laughs> yeah, man, I don't want no bones. Oh, I mean, look. God. And, being, and being from Wisconsin, where we do fish fries every single Friday, it's a year-round thing. Yeah. Like, are there bones in it? It should be fried. My like, man. I've never had. I've, hey. I've never had fish with bones in it. Because it's unnecessary. Was it? At the same time, not a bone. I don't know. I mean, I'll eat catfish. I'll eat catfish. I'm fine. But I eat fingernails, so I feel like it's kind of the same. <laughs> length, height, distance, and everything. Look at Darian messed up. You got Darian messed up on here. <laughs> eat chunky peanut butter and fish with bones in. That's it. That's what I like. Goddamn it. Have some empathy. <laughs> Have some empathy. He, there you go. He flipped it on us, Joe. He flipped it on us. Chunky peanut butter is better, though. Oh, stop it. Wrap this shit up now. Wrap up the show. <laughs> we got to go. Creamy peanut butter. Come on, man. Creamy peanut butter is good. <laughs> Creamy butter is good. Pe- listen, man. That's the name of Dario's first album. <laughs> Creamy peanut Creamy. butter. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, look. <laughs> I do it just and because look, now. And, and you looking at that camera, that camera got you looking like some creamy peanut butter. Oh, my God. Look. <laughs> look, we going to look. All right, wrap the shit up, Darian. Let's get <laughs> Yo, look, before we get into the honey roast, man, tell us, tell the people where they can follow you at. <laughs> uh, you can follow me. I'm on um, Instagram and Twitter as at jhurdycomedy. Um... And sitting on some stuff for a while, I'm going to be putting some new stuff out soon, as much as I can. Um, but honestly, real quick, shout out to uh, people that you really should be seeing right now. Shout out to Choose Part 20, follow him. Uh, shout out to Bass Comedy. Shout out to uh, Free Mohawk. 
uh, Mohawk Johnson, uh, finally from Cook County. Um, please uh, uh, call Gosha County, please. And um, keep if you haven't already followed, be positive. Uh, they're doing so many great things uh, for me, clearly. But also uh, for all of you tuning in and your friends, share this, please. Uh, TJ, P5, um, people who, you know, follow the Chicago comedy scene in general. Uh, everyone as well. Good night. Hey, that's like, <laughs> there you go. Joe with the bars. Take us home. Yeah, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you slide in with the honey roast. Go ahead, man. Oh, um, I'm gonna give one and a half real quick. Uh, one that I need to uh, give out to um, Effie Bunker, uh, my good child friend. Uh, some of you maybe saw my social media post passed away uh, in uh, a missing late June discovered, uh, early July, um, rest in peace, my brother, and, uh, but also honey roast to Brandon, who, uh, you're my day one, I love you so much, I'm so happy for you and Jill, and, uh, your baby boy on the way, um, I'm a love for you, I love you very much. Man, there it is. Yes, yes, yes. That's beautiful, man. It is, right there. That's beautiful, man. Darian, any final thoughts, man? Hey, uh, it's been wild. Good chapter 25, man. Uh, Joe, thank you for gracing us with your presence, man. We really appreciate it, my friend. Uh, you be safe out there in Cali. Uh, to everybody that's out there right now, uh, Black, movement, uh, Black Lives Matter is not just a catchphrase. Uh, the Black Lives Movement is not just a, a fashionable thing. Uh, speak up. Stand up. Talk about it for comfortable conversations if need be. Uh, it's not just for people that are in the world right now, uh, but it's for the future. It's for these kids that don't know no better. Uh, it's for Brandon's unborn baby. It's for my two-year-old son, my 12-year-old daughter, uh, Dario's daughter. It, it, it's, it's, it's for those those people that are going to have to live this world um, years from now. Uh, and like I said before, it's about human decency. Human decency, uh, and we just gotta do better. We have to do better. That's what it boils down to. Uh, as a, as a race, um, as other races, as human beings, uh, we gotta do better. So, it say it, talk about it, have uncomfortable conversations. Uh, yeah, that that's 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 my thoughts, man. That's my man. thoughts. Man, Darren, man, I love you, my brother. Always good, man. Uh, there you have it, man. Joe Hurdy, thank you for being a part of uh, Chapter 25. We love you to death, my brother, man. It's, it's such a, it's our honor to have you on here, man. Um, we know you're going to be successful out there in California, L.A., man. We're going to be out there. Uh, I know I'll come out there. Darian, I know we'll come out there, man, if we have two to come. Just chop it up with you, man. You always welcome back here in the shot, man. Uh, we got nothing but love for you, my brother. Um, for those out there, man, watching, we appreciate you uh, watching, hanging in there with us, watching a mediocrely heavy episode. Um, we 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 didn't want it to be this way all the way, um, but tough times call for tough conversations, and uh, we we appreciate you sticking with us, man. Um, Shout out to everybody that really do support us and rock with us, man. Shout out to everybody that don't just rock with us, but rock with 
black lives in general. You know what I mean? That's what it's all about. Um, we do this every Thursday, 7 o'clock, um, uh, gratefully, to highlight other people. And uh, it's sometimes it's tough to take the camera and use it for ourselves for some time, man, and just talk, talk about this stuff. So uh, we appreciate you all sticking with us. Um, we got some fun stuff coming up uh, with Be Positive, the podcast, the productions, we can do better. Like Joe said, stick with us. Uh, we got a fun chapter. I don't know if you realize, Darian, uh, that'll, next week will be our 30th episode. I'm going to say episode intentionally this time, uh, but we got a big one. It's our 30th episode. We call them chapters. Chapter 26 will feature um, Tiffany English, who is the founder and president of Women in Business Connect. Y'all make sure y'all tune into that. Um, I have an affinity for uh, women's rights and women empowerment. Um, so y'all tune in for that. Um, sure to be interesting to talk it up with her. She's a black woman too. I want to make sure y'all understand that. She's a black woman. And she in a position of power here in Chicago. And we, we love that. And uh, let's on that, get it. Let's, uh, let's get it. Let's get that. On that note. We love y'all. Be safe, Chicago, and everywhere y'all listening from. We love you to death. Stay safe out there, man. Kenosha, you're in our hearts. Jacob, Blake, we love you, man. Recover strong. You always going to be here, man. On that note, y'all be positive. We out. Peace.